0: We are underway
1: from Bris Vegas to, to Las Vegas, Vegas. It's Triple M's Rush Hour
2: with Liesl Jones, Liam
1: and Dobbo live from Las
2: Vegas. Our final, beg your pardon, Vegas edition of the Rush Hour. Uh, Dobbo and I still in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada for today's show. And Liesl Jones back in the studio in Brisbane. Dobbo, you've, uh, you've been poking around the minibar and you've found something of interest.
0: Yeah, it's quite surprising when you come to Vegas what you actually what a mini bar traditionally you've got your your lollies and your pringles and your bottled water and a bit of champagne and some soft drinks but there standing all alone in a box is a vibrator. I beg your now pardon? I don't know yeah is a vibrator. Um and I, I don't know how much it Well, I'm not going to pick it up because oh. I'll get charged. Um but I, I suspect um well, I'm not quite sure. I don't. Even, I actually have no idea. But it's there. Hang on, Liam. You talk amongst yourself. I'll go and check. Get
3: the price <laughs> list.
0: To check it. So the, the fact of the matter is that in Vegas, you know, it is called Sin City. But yeah. in all seriousness... At what point do we ever think that that was the right thing to actually do? And I like, also I feel
3: n- like you should come prepared with those things, and I'm sure there's enough sex shops in Sin City, in Vegas, on the strip. I'm sure there's yeah, yeah, plenty. Like, Every second shop would be. It's a um, slips, trips and falls lawyer, and then there's also sex shops. So I feel yeah. like you could probably get one half the price in a different store.
2: I can't I can't see the
3: price. Oh, really? Yeah.
0: No. It is there, though. It is. Oh, it's it? there.
3: <laughs> what colour is yours, yeah, Lee?
2: Yeah. <laughs> no, they're in a box. Oh, it's, shame, it's in a
3: box. shame.
2: Yeah, it'd be yeah. It, you know what, Lisel. That's a good point. It should be in a glass display case. Yeah, we should be able to see uh, the, the product color. you're
3: buying. Yeah, exactly. Because if has you open it, it's not you, pink, then it's no good.
0: Liesl, Liesl reckons that that's a, should be a BYO thing. You don't buy one there; you bring your own. Yeah, like, I feel you know, like there's like,
3: enough sex shops there that you'd be able to get it. <laughs> discount price, but here's, you know, you, you did say you were going to bring me something home, so an overpriced vibrator might is, be the thing.
0: Is that a little inappropriate? If yeah, we just don't tell HR. H-
3: yeah, I won't tell HR. <laughs> That's inappropriate. Hey, oh, George, that we that got is. you something. Happy <laughs> New Year to me. We got you a bunny rabbit. <laughs> <laughs> and not a live one, I tell you that.
2: No, 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 from the magic
3: shop. <laughs> we mean from the magic shop. You can pull it out of a hat anytime you like. Oh. Oh. Um... <laughs>
0: Yeah, the Broncos have landed officially, and it was quite amazing to see this morning Brisbane walk through the foyer. We're we're all lucky, and Liam can attest to this, we're all staying in the same hotel. Uh, It's called Resorts World, and you've got all four NRL teams here. You've got fans, you've got all media. Um, It's a bit of a melting pot in, in a lot of ways, but the foyer where you check in, it's just the who's who walking in and out and saying, you you could stay in the foyer the whole time. So Brisbane arrived here and Kevin Walters was quite, he's a little worried about it because he wants these blokes to prep. But what he's done is he's given them the afternoon off to go and explore Las Vegas for a few hours before this launch that takes place tonight at 6pm. Now, Reece Walsh came running down into the foyer. And I want to ask you guys, what would be the one thing that you think Reese Walsh would he need to go and buy when he's in Las Vegas
3: a Gucci fanny pack?
2: <laughs> he's surely already got one of those. He's probably I, got three. One of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Liam, what do you think? Uh, look, I'm going to sympathise with him. Say he's an inexperienced international traveller and he forgot his toothbrush. I think he needed a toothbrush.
0: Well, you're on the you're on the right track in a little bit, and this just made me realise that he is still 20. He came down and he said you don't know where I could buy a mouthguard, do you? And oh, like,
2: no. no. He has
0: <laughs> gone in Vegas. He has literally gone out in Las Vegas. He has to go and buy a mouthguard. Now, we've all been there. We've all forgotten our mouthguard and had to go to a chemist and you've dipped the mouthguard in the hot water, moulded it in your teeth in your bedroom and gone. Um, and that I was is like, a r-
2: That is a rite of passage yeah. <laughs> for anybody who plays football on the weekend. You yeah. do that run to the chemist, chemist Doblo, and yeah. then you have to go up to the canteen and ask yeah. the canteen lady, for can the I boiling have a water. cup of hot water, please? And That's- a cup of
0: cold to set it after you do it. Like, no so, way. <laughs> Reese Walsh at 10.30 this morning is going out. And mind you, Liesl, he was dressed in Gucci gear and all the things and he had the both earrings in the ear and he was looking. I said, where are you going? He goes, oh, mate, I've got to go and find where I can buy a mouth guard. Aww. And I just started laughing. And I'm like, you know what? That will do me. Just when you think, you know, It it can't get any better. They're still just kids. They've left his mouth guard. He's lost his mouth guard. (laughs) He's going to buy something. If
3: that's the biggest issue that the Broncos face, I think they're completely fine because I've been watching some of the news and I saw South Sydney had landed. I think they've lost their head. I think Latrell Mitchell looks a little bit too excited and I don't think they're very settled. And if you see someone in the Olympic Village that's lost their head like that, got a little bit too overexcited, I think they're going to be a problem. So I think Manly's got this one in the bag.
2: I love this from you, Liesl, and this is what I now expect of you every weekend leading into footy. I expect you to read the body language of all teams that are coming to play the Dolphins or the Broncos or the Titans, and I expect an understanding from a psychological body language reason as to why they can't win. This is outstanding. He's too yeah, excited. You know and what?
0: and j- Jones, if you're too excited ahead of it, I'm with you. I'm I'm actually tipping Manly off the back of Liesl Jones' assessment of the Mitchell. You
3: had Manly so yesterday <laughs> already after Their morals,
0: As Jones said, their morals. <laughs>
2: oh,
3: don't put words in my mouth. Yeah, I just want to say I'm going to be making my own margaritas on Saturday night because it's a happy new year to me. I'm very excited to be celebrating new year. Now, it's March 1st today. I get that. And I am going to the Dolphins launch, so I won't be celebrating new years tonight. But I will be celebrating a happy new years tomorrow evening in my own house, in my own time, because I've had quite the awful start to the year. My January and February has been a little bit terrible. Uh, I had to put my dog down, Neville, which was very sad. Uh, My auntie passed away from Alzheimer's. Uh, My car battery died and I also got dumped. So four rather big uh, events in my life to happen in the first couple of months and I feel like I just want to write it off. The 1st of 2024, so- it can go in the bin. I'm filing it under absolute <laughs> dump truck rubbish. Like, just not, we're not acknowledging it. We're not even acknowledging that it happened. Um. So, Happy New Year to me. Happy March 2nd. Looking forward to celebrating with five different kinds of margaritas, which I will be making. A coconut, a spicy, uh-huh. a normal, a Tommy's margarita. And why don't we go a passion fruit margarita while we're at so- it?
0: So, oh, well done, Lesel. And I mean, this is something this is that I think we all should be—we all should be looking at. You're putting the broom for the first two months because they've been poor and just starting again. So, does this mean if? if we get to July and things get a bit western in July, we, we start again? We go or again. Is it just no, there is yeah, no I, I,
3: rules to this. No one said that it has to be January 1st. Like we no, cons- true. You know, we had Chinese New Year as well, so we had a crack at that, but still some <laughs> crappy things happened around that. So we're starting again. I'm going to start my own calendar New Year's and I'm going to put my it's, own stamp on it. It's going to be Margarita New Year Day.
0: Is getting drunk on margaritas a great way to start a new year? Well, it is on the course, second, really? so I feel like that's oh, the you
3: know it's not the you, first, so I feel you've like that a I day's can... grace. Yes, a that's exactly grace. right. <laughs> so it's a brand new New Year, and it's not a resolution. Um, yep, I think that's a great way to go about it.
2: Lisa, I think you've revolutionised revolutionized the calendar here. I, I think that we we in fact next week. When we get back, why don't we do something with the Triple M family and just see if any of them would like to yes. reset their year a la Liesel Jones? Please. Because I, 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 love this, I love this attitude. And, you know, it's it's funny the way we kind of go, oh, 2023 was a bad year or 2020, you know, 2020 as a whole was a horrible year for me. But if you take the Liesl Jones approach, in fact, I can almost see a telemarketing-type TV <laughs> advert here. Hi, I'm Liesl Jones. Have you had a crap start to the year? Why not buy my patented New Year's recent? You get you can- a broom, you get a broom, a margarita kit.
0: <laughs> and some bleach. A margarita kit. <laughs> and a signed... And a signed poster by Liesl Jones. Um,
2: that says, Happy New Year. But it's but it's Liesl Jones' face on that cat that's <laughs> hanging off the clothesline that says, Hang in Hang there, kid. in kitty. there. <laughs> I love it. Uh, I love it. All right. Well, hey, Liesl, yeah. on behalf of, of, of everybody else, Happy New Year. Happy New it's year. New Happy Year's George. Eve right now. Thank, thank you so George. much. Uh, uh, Happy New Happy Year to you. Rush out with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo, Triple M.
0: Um, I, Lisa, I'd like your input on this because the other day you brought to light some of the behaviour patterns of our self-appointed fearless leader, Liam Flanagan. Um, you, you made it very clear on some of his behaviour. It's
3: been disappointing well, to say the least, yeah. Yeah,
0: and, and, and you had a dog list and I think this will go to the top. We all know how our Liam has been very critical of people that carry wallets. He believes that You should just have it all on your phone. I've got a digital. I can't believe we don't have a digital licence here in Queensland. He said that for a long time. Everything I have is on my phone. It's just a digital pass. If you carry
2: a wallet, you are a dinosaur. I stand by that.
0: Okay. Well, that's good. I'm pleased. I'm really pleased that you have said these comments. So. You know he's very light on words normally, Liam. You don't hear he doesn't return calls that often. Oh, the, yesterday I'm driving back. I'm driving over from Las Vegas, and I get a phone call. Oh, where are you guys? And I said, Oh, we're on our way. Oh, mate. Well, firstly, I got a text. Give me a call when you la- when you arrive. And I'm like, Oh, oh yeah. very unlikely, Liam. Oh. Um, next thing you know, he he's like, Oh, mate, when are you coming over? And the bottom line is. That Mr. Wokey, Woke, 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 who likes everything on his phone and thinks people with wallets of dinosaurs, can't get into the hotel. (gasps) And I wonder why he can't get into the hotel. Because he doesn't have a hard credit card. He only has it on his phone. And in Las Vegas, they don't accept digital credit cards. So, who had to come to the rescue? You know what? Who's this? So, this is the start of it. So, I said, it's all right, mate. I'll put my card down on your room. So you've got the incidentals like you know. So today every day you get a printout of what you have actually touched. Now I know full well here that you do not touch anything on this because oh, no, the minute no, no, you no. touch it nope. The minute you touch it you get charged. Yep. Well, it's my complete despair that my card has had transactions put on them today. And let me just say, with adult themes, a oh. box of adult theme oh. something has been picked up and touched <laughs> yes. and it has gone on my credit no. card. I am telling you now, dog act, dog act. And How then he wants to bribe me I? with Powerade oh. and water. He wants to borrow me with Powerade and water. This is true.
2: Who let the dogs out? Absolutely <laughs> false. The second part of that story, it is true that when I arrived to check into the hotel, uh, they said we need to take a security deposit. I, I said, no worries. I held my phone up, and they're like, no, we only take physical card. I went, oh. And I thought, who do I know that has lots of cash? So I called Dovo. Um, and, but I, I, mate, someone else must have your credit card details. I have not gone near... Uh, the adult-themed entertainment, nor the minibar. Although it is one of the – it's true. There's a little sign on the minibar which explains that if you lift any of these items up for longer than 30 seconds, we will charge you. So I have been playing a bit of an Indiana Jones-type game where I pick it up and (laughs) I put it down before the 30 seconds come down. Hey, that doesn't work because I've been
0: charged. That doesn't work because I have been charged.
2: (laughs) He failed. Uh, Someone else has got your credit card details there, but uh, I do appreciate you helping me get into the hotel.
0: I'm being funny. It was Liam's very... Liam, he really enjoyed the fact that he has to ask me who had to pay the security deposit.
2: (laughs) Well, he's hoping I behave myself and you get that money back. The whole rugby league world is descending upon Sin City. The teams have arrived. The broadcasters are here. And this morning, Dob and I settled in to a Las Vegas bedroom with the one and only Raging Bull, Gordon Tallis. Talbo, I made my wife one promise when I told her I was coming to Vegas, and it's that I wouldn't bring anybody back to my room. (laughs) And I've broken that promise.
0: Two of the best-looking blokes ever. Uh, Well, one very good-looking bloke, one ogre.
1: Gordon Tallis. How are you? I'm good. I'm, (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm fantastic. Well, I'm George Clooney with the light off. George Looney with it on. <laughs> so
2: mate, we are here in Vegas. So cool. You were here late last year as yeah. well. Coming back, how have you found it the second time well, around?
1: Well, first time when I came here, we didn't know how it was going to happen. You're asking, and like, what are you doing? Because you got the camera out, and Americans are inquisitive. You know, what are you doing instead so of coming over here for, for like rugby league? Is it going to work? Well, now I'm back. I'm actually really excited. And is this the future? Is is there a pathway for rugby league in Las Vegas in the United States? Well, I'll break something on this show, Dobbo. We, we love a breaking story. PVL yeah. is going to talk to Fox One, which is the place that's going, and they want a game every week. So that's the next push. So we get one game, but then to have repeat performance. So they want to have an NRA game. So whatever it is, right? The best game of the weekend gets beamed in here so if it's a friday night game it gets beamed in and it'll come in at the right time and it's not going to clash with any american sports It's going to come in and just keep on putting rugby league on for the 30 weeks and then that's what we need to do and then the way i look at it right so there's going to be people, oh mate why why are you going there and there's grassroots there's all these things but if manchester united come and play in sydney why because the fans turn up if the la dodgers come and play at the Sydney Cricket Ground. Why? So I think that once you've got your markets sowed, and I think we have got Australia pretty much sewn up, I think go there and show them our product. Because what we're doing is just taking our product to the world, and I think our product stands up. Are we going to be number one? Are we going to take over NFL? I'd say no. I'd say never in a million years. But I think that if we can come and it's an alternative that when your season's not going, because we don't clash with their season, there's these Aussies that play a pretty similar game.
2: Let's talk about the footy. We spoke to Woodsy on the show yesterday about the idea of flying all the way back home empty handed from these games and that would be a tough thing to do. Bronx Roosters, the grand final hangover, do you you think it's gonna be there?
1: We spoke about it on 360 last night and the guys seem to think that it is. I know that the Broncos have addressed it. I think they've waited till everybody come back and they spoke about it. And there were so many positives that come out of that game. I would have looked at the positives and the negatives, I reckon they thought that they had the game won with 18 minutes to go and maybe they took their foot off the accelerator. So there's yeah. certain things and yeah, that's going to haunt them for the rest of their life. But that's in the back of your mind. I think that normally can galvanise you and toughen you up. Like it, like it makes your armour stronger. So I spoke to Kevy about it, this
0: and he said we stop playing the Broncos way. We've got to play the Broncos way. He said, Alf knows about it, I know about it, I've got to teach these guys. You were part of that. What is it?
1: Alan Langer had a saying, send the crowd home early. Yeah. So when Alf didn't talk too much, he he just led by his actions. But every now and then if we went to a to a place, whether it was Newcastle and they were on fire and they'd won five or six in a row or, you know, we're going somewhere, Alf just the last thing before we'd walk out of the tunnel, he goes, Let's send this crowd home early. And what that meant was their team has no chance of beating us. We have driven the nail in that far that they go, quick, let's beat the traffic. And I remember to the Bulldogs grand final where they were ahead at half time and we got into a lead, it was probably 20 minutes ago, but we knew that, well, I thought we had them beaten, And Kevy got us together, he goes, listen here, it's not over, these blokes, and then we like jumped back on and got our. Men. I don't think that was said in last year's grand final. No. But yeah. they don't have a Kevy Walters that's 1-7.
2: I never thought I'd get to experience being in a bedroom with Gordon Tallis. Now I have, and I really enjoyed it. And this is gordys not his first adventure to Sin City. He's obviously here as a broadcaster now uh, with KO and Triple M, but he has also been here before as a player. And he told us an amazing story about the player that Wayne Bennett had to drag away from the tables when they came here years ago as a team. Hey, give us your tips for the Get Two games this week.
1: I think Brisbane. Brisbane being um, yeah.
2: The Roosters?
1: Yeah. yeah, but I just you know like I've been seeing the Roosters boys, they're pretty serious. I, mm. You know they've been getting a coffee and it look like they got their game face mm. on. And Manly and Souths are a little bit harder to pick, right? But I think Souths combination will click quicker than Manly's new one. Okay. I think with Latrell and Cody, they just know each other a little bit more, Cookie. They've played more footy. But with Luke Brooks and those guys, and Tommy hasn't played a lot. I think it might be a little bit clunky for Manly. But that's a tough one to pick as well.
2: It's going to be amazing. Allegiance Stadium, the doubleheader. It's groundbreaking yeah. stuff for the NRL. Let's talk a little bit more Vegas.
1: Did you know this? He got married in Vegas. There. At, the, at the Little
2: Chapel of little Bells. At the Little Chapel,
1: yeah. yeah. Well, we're going to get Elvis, but he was too expensive. He was 700 US. I didn't want to spend that.
2: Him and Jim got married in.
1: Yeah. yeah I know time. that. Yeah. So, no, Vegas, it's funny. It's a weird place. I, I actually really like it. like I um, I was here for ten. I've probably been here five or six, maybe eight times. i reckon going to be here about mm. eight times. Which former teammate of yours, back in your day, do you like? If
2: if this concept had been around when you were playing, which former teammate of yours would have thrived the most being in Las Vegas?
1: we have come to Las Vegas as a uh, as a Bronco team. Right. My first ever trip away with them was at the end of 96, 97. I hadn't played, but we went to America on a trip away and we'll go on to watch the Denver Broncos and meet the Denver Broncos right. which was really cool and we came to Vegas and we stayed and Wayne was with us it was a whole group we had a great time went from here to New Orleans to Denver and Darren Lockyer and Ben Walker sat on the tables for like 20 hours didn't they? So Wayne had to come and get them off should I be telling the story? <laughs> but, but this is how cool it was Barry White the well, see, Barry White. Barry White was playing and Samuel L. Jackson the playing same the same Yeah, like, like, like she said, that's what this place is like. So like you can go some places and it's, like, it's cool because like we see them on TV thing think that you yeah. can't touch them. So they play on the gaming floor. Talking about celebrities, I'm playing golf. So talk about walking up to people. Oh, yeah, I played okay. golf the other day. Jerry Rice played a group ahead of me.
2: NFL legend. Did
1: you get a photo? <laughs> no. Why? I'm not mate. like you, Ben Dobbin. <laughs> he he hit could up I one get one a minute. photo to show that. Is I saw I him play. He wore all I don't blue. Get oh, you do, mate. And then you would be saying, oh, "Oh, mate." And I was talking to Jerry Rice the other day, and you'd do that exclusive, Mister Exclusive. Do
2: you want an exclusive? Yes. Our man got asked for a photo last night on the strip. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they thought John Candy was in town. <laughs> Ball, <isn't
2: laughs> and that's it. All right. <laughs> awesome.
1: John Candy.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Gordy. Three men, one microphone. There it was, Gordon Tallis, Dobbo and myself in a Las Vegas bedroom. If you want to hear the full chat, because we did have a very long session, uh, you can head to the listener app, LISTNR, search Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo, and you'll be able to grab the full unedited chat with Gordon Tallis in a Las Vegas bedroom. Rush Hour with Liesl Jones, Liam and Dobbo. Oh, sorry, Joan.
3: I think you missed the opportunity to say pillow talk with Raging Bull.
2: (laughs) Oh, damn it. There's the podcast title. Search that instead, Rush Hour Triple M. (laughs) But obviously, Liesl Jones still in the studios in Queensland. And yesterday, we wanted to bring a bit of flavour of Vegas to Jones in the studio. So we had an Elvis impersonator serenade her uh, and give her a bit of a sense of Las Vegas. But Dobbo, today, as far as I'm concerned, you are out on your own. I don't want to be associated with the Vegas experience you have organised for Liesl. Well, I think this is absolutely
0: Vegas. And Jones, we wish you were here, but we've bought something pretty special to you. Now, in Vegas, we all know it's called Sin City. And strippers play a big part uh, of that, male and female. I mean, manpower down under in Vegas is iconic. To the Brisbane studios, live from Las Vegas, Micah and Kyle, (laughs) Magic Man Australia, over to you. No.
3: Well, the whole office is here,
0: so
2: that's
3: great. Well, amazing. (laughs) you
2: are walking yourself to HR after this. Yeah. Here they go, here the boys are. Don't you wish you were here? Flannel shirt, <laughs> denim shirt. I like the outfits. I think they're about to disappear. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. it's dangerous. Yeah. Lisa, where did those dollar bills come from? Yeah. Out of my pocket. What is going on here, Jones? I can't wait. I mean, for those, for if, if, if people are wondering why Lisa's not talking, it's because she's been pushed back from her desk and her microphone.
3: Thanks, Dobbo. Um, no was... thanks to you, Liam.
2: <laughs> you want to just. <laughs>
3: why are you in the dark, Liam?
2: Well, I mean, I got, you know, I got excited watching Micah and Kyle, Magic <laughs> You can keep Man your Australia. shirts on, boys. You can keep your shirts <laughs> off, boys.
0: All right. Even I'm turned on.
2: Um, Magic Man Australia. Uh, gentlemen, first time you've stripped in a radio studio? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is for us. This is definitely a first timer. off.
0: Yeah. How yeah, good. There was a big crowd there as well. We're sorry we weren't there, but thank you so much for doing it. Just quickly, boys, like, uh, no, is business thriving?
1: Yeah, it is, actually. Uh, coming into coming into summer, there's a lot of hens parties being held up here in Queensland, which has been awesome. Yeah, this is Great. probably
2: 2024 is probably turning into one of the biggest years that we're going to have. So a lot of international tours and a lot of tours around Australia and uh, shows in Brisbane, Gold Coast, Sydney and Melbourne every Saturday oh, night.
3: Amazing. If that's awesome. only a taste of it, then it's going to be absolutely incredible. Uh, any trips to Vegas anytime <laughs> soon?
2: Uh f- I think some of the boys actually will be heading to America. I'm not too sure about Vegas, mm. but there is a big USA tour going on later in the year.
3: Very nice. Well,
2: if anybody, I mean, look, Lisa's just got an up-close-and-personal performance here from Michael and Kyle who were absolutely outstanding, Magic Men Australia. But if anybody out there uh, is uh, short of a, or is in trouble in the bad books, needs to organise a birthday present, an anniversary <laughs> gift... We can highly recommend Magic Men. They have shows in Fortitude Valley and Surfers Paradise. You can find out more at magicmen.com.au. Micah and Kyle, uh, probably head to the gym, boys. Just abs looking a little <laughs> bit, you know. <laughs> light on. Light on. You're a bit light on. A bit rich coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> Big story about to break. Back page of the paper tomorrow morning. I'm having conversations in the press. You're
0: hearing it first right here on the rush hour.
2: This is Dobbo's Mail on Triple M.
0: Where will the Broncos end up at the end of 2024 Telstra Premiership season? Many, many people and many, many experts believe that they are going to be a Premiership side. Today, what I'm going to do for you is go through how potentially they could be and how also there's a big chance that they won't be. Brisbane last year had an amazing season. They were 18 minutes away from winning a Grand Final. And Kevin Walters has done a remarkable job as a coach to get this side back and one of the biggest brands in the country. But here are the facts. The Broncos have lost four players who were in that grand final team last year. They're a young side. And how much of effect has it had on them, that grand final loss? Parramatta didn't make the eight the year after they made the grand final. Now, I'm not saying Parramatta and Brisbane are the same sides, but I think Brisbane... At this moment, before season and round one are overinflated on where they're going to end up, Brisbane have arguably the hardest draw in the Telstra Premiership. I'm going to talk about their first six weeks. Okay, so they play the Roosters, who are we know a juggernaut. They then have South Sydney at home. They then play Penrith, in Penrith.
3: Ooh. They then play
0: North Queensland. Then they play the Melbourne Storm at Amy Park, which they've never won. And then they've got the Dolphins. So it's an arch rivalry. (laughs) That is a gauntlet. And if Brisbane are two from six, what kind of cracks are going to appear? We don't know what Brisbane is and what kind of spine they have got till we actually see it. Now, what are their threats? Brisbane's depth in the back line at the moment is nowhere near where it should be. There's a great kid by the name of Jock Madden who could go there. He's going to be important this year. It, he is so important because he's going to get a lot of football. But all in all, they haven't got the depth that they have. Now, what are their positives? Payne Haas, Reese Walsh, Adam Reynolds, Selwyn Cobbo. These are the players that I believe are going to shape everything that Brisbane are about.
3: Tavita Pangai Jr. Okay?
0: Maybe. <laughs> I want to talk about who the players to watch is. And I mentioned him just a minute ago, Brendan Piakura. If he can remain on the on the field and remain fit, he is an absolute gun. And they move Kurt Capewell on mm. for him. I will say the player who is really the most under pressure, unfortunately, is my great mate Corey Oates. He hasn't been selected this side. He's, he's absolutely gutted by it. And I don't know whether or not he'll continue playing football if he doesn't get back into this team. Wow. I really don't. That's wow. how. That's how full on and serious it is.
2: All right, Dabo. Give us a. Finish. You've said they could slide, but they also could go back to a grand final. Give us a prediction. Where do the Broncos finish?
0: I think they're going to finish fifth. I, I think that they they might get to a prelim. I don't think they make the grand final. <laughs> I, I, I want them to win the comp, but it depends on this first
2: week. I'm going to say. I'm going to say they get to a prelim. He's very nervous about yeah. a call from Kevin off the back of these predictions, Lisa <laughs> Jones. There it is. That is Dobbo's checklist for the Brisbane Broncos for season 2024. You got a little bit carried away last night, a little bit struggle town today.
0: Oh, I've, been, I've come good. I was if, Mate, I was if, dusty this morning at 8 o'clock yeah. when you woke me up, yes.
3: <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. Uh, I was not so dusty, but last night I did have the opportunity to attend uh, some – welcome drinks that were hosted by um Fox Sports and KO. Now I've come over here as a guest of KO and they've given me this opportunity and I was invited an invited guest as a result. And look, I've got to say, I gotta say, I could I could see myself becoming five star Liam Dobbo. I, I, I like I see how five star Benny has come to in existence because it was pretty nice being up at this fancy <laughs> drinks area of the casino last night, where we're staying at Resorts World. It was a very swanky bar, and it was all sectioned off for us. And, Dabo, I mean, I got to be honest with you, I liked rubbing shoulders with with your mob. I, I got, was, Peter <laughs> Volandis was there, Andrew Abdo was there. I was talking with them all. It was, I really was enjoying uh, the the vibe there of being one of the uh, you know the big figures of rugby league. I, I, I got a taste for it, at least. I got to say. <laughs>
0: Well, it's funny, you know. It's a funny story. So Fox had that, and as we all know, I don't work for Fox. So um, many people said to me, oh, mate, you should come to this, and I'm like, I I can't attend, um, fortunately, a Fox function because of my commitments, and rightly so with Channel 9. So we went out for dinner, Liesl, and then we went to this little bar. There's a place at the Cosmopolitan called the Barbershop, which is a speakeasy where you walk through... And you walk through there and you knock on this door and you go in, it opens up to a big park. Love that. So we go in there and I'm with James Graham and Charlie White, who's the head of content with Triple M. And there is Jonathan Thurston, Danica Mason, Paul Gullen, Wade Graham, all the people who work with Channel 9. We're all there together and we're like having this good time and like, yeah, well, the hottest party in town, without doubt. Like, I mean, the, the place to be last night was at the Fox launch drinks and <laughs> – we like the little brothers were just all <laughs> Look, buying ourselves drinks. We had our own little party.
2: <laughs> there was, there was. I would. I, the reason I wanted to talk about this though is because there was something of a moment of um, bringing the show into disrepute. Uh, I know I'm always a representative uh, of the show when I'm out and about. And last night at these drinks, Patrick Delaney, who's the big boss of of on and Foxtel. Um, Fox Sports and he got up there and he was spruiking this whole thing and and look you know and and Peter Velandis was there as well saying the same thing about this is a step forward and he thanked um, all the broadcast partners and obviously KO has that first match this weekend exclusively so Patrick Delaney was doing um, a big spiel about that to some of the media in attendance and at one point a bit later on I found myself near, nearby to Patrick and I thought I would introduce myself I thought you know what When in my head? I thought, what would Dobbo do? And I thought, Dobbo would extend a palm, extend a paw, and he would introduce himself. So I went up full Dobbo and I said, Patrick, Liam Flanagan from Triple M, how are you? And Patrick was gracious and he said, oh, nice, you know, great. Thanks for being da, – da-da-da-da-da. And went into a bit of a, a, a spiel. But you've never seen someone more interested in finding a more important person quicker. He – I mean, he, <laughs> he his eyes it. were darting around the room <laughs> thinking <laughs> – is there not someone more more significant I could be talking to? Who is this person? It was, uh, yeah. you know, uh, look, I appreciated his time, but it was very much a case of shaking hands, kissing babies from a politician, and uh, and yeah, yeah. It you was, know, Patrick uh, Delaney I, I,
3: used to be a swimmer. Did yeah. he really? Yeah. yeah. Yep.
0: All his family were, mate. It was his brother. His brother was part of the meme machine.
2: Yeah. There you go. I did not know that. Yeah. Hmm would have been a great, great, family, great cheat great family, sheet note family, great for uh, family. All right. Would have been a great thing to know last night. Would have yeah. had somebody else to talk to. About. <laughs> <laughs> that is us done. Uh, we will be back in Queensland, all three together next week. Uh, the weekend, the NRL's Great Vegas Adventure is on this weekend. Triple M will be calling both games of footy. So make sure you've got the listener app, L I S T N R. It's the best way to uh, listen to Triple M NRL's coverage of all the season on the way. Armand Dobbo, on calling duty this weekend. New ground you're breaking this weekend, Dobbo. You're calling a game of Rugby League in Las Vegas.
0: I'm calling the first game, um, which is quite unbelievable. So for everybody listening out there, Sinbin starts at 11 o'clock on Sunday. The first game is at 12.30. The second game at 2.30. Look, like, as a caller... It's something pretty special to be actually able to call a game from uh, Allegiant Stadium, which is quite remarkable. Quite Make remarkable.
2: Make sure well, next next week, Dobbo, we want a full recap of what the experience of calling football in the uh, Las Vegas in the US of A was like. We'll get that from you next week. Until then, Liesl Jones. Cheerio. Dobbo. Bye for now. Farewell, my neighbours. We'll see you Monday at 4pm. This is Triple M's Rush Hour with Liesl Jones,
0: Liam and Dobbo.